a mentor has to sort of walk a balance of uh, how much slack do I give a person? How much mentorship do I give them? And, and I know I enjoyed not being micromanaged. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed being able to work when I was young in my career. But right. man, I also really appreciated having somebody in the next office over that I could <laughs> knock on the door and say, hey, am I doing this right? Uh, is this is this the path forward? Uh, you know, somebody who I could just have a conversation with and I could bring several of my solutions and said, you know, am I on the right track? And so that's where mentorship really comes in. And, and, and uh, you get a chance to really invest in, in young students, bright minds, mm-hmm. uh, will one day be future leaders. This is the O-Rise Featurecast. Join host Michael Holtz for conversations with O-Rise experts on STEM workforce development, scientific and technical reviews, and the evaluation of radiation exposure and environmental contamination. You'll also hear from O-Rise Research Program participants and their mentors as they talk about their experiences and how they are helping shape the future of science. Welcome to the O-Rise Featurecast. Welcome to the O-Rise Featurecast. As ever, I'm your host, Michael Holtz, in the Communications and Marketing Department at the Oak Ridge Institute for Science and Education. And I am really excited to be talking to a new friend in the Department of Energy, Joe Giovi. Joe Giovi, welcome to the O-Rise Featurecast. Well, thank you, Michael. I appreciate you having me on today. So, Joe, tell me a little bit about who you are and what you do at the U.S. Department of Energy. Uh, My name is Joe Giovi, and I am the Director of Business Operations in the Office of Carbon Management for the U.S. Department of Energy. And so basically, uh, I manage the uh, financial uh, actions, operations for my office, as well as procurement, as well as state outreach, as well as a bunch of other duties as assigned, as they like to say in the federal government. Um, I do a lot of project management. Uh, and I do some mentorship, which is which is what brought me in contact with you guys today to talk about the Mickey Leland Energy Fellowship Program, which is just a fantastic program that Oak Ridge manages on our behalf. Uh, and um, I'm excited to talk about that program. Awesome. Um, well, so let's jump right in and um, talk about mentorship um, through the Mickey Leland Energy Fellowship and certainly others. Um, you know, we place researchers in mentored fellowship positions to do basically conduct research in various forms for the U.S. Department of Energy and other agencies. How important is a program like the Mickey Leland Energy Fellowship? So when I had my bachelor's degree in biology and I went out to get my first job, I think the most impressive thing on it uh, was that I had waited tables at a prime rib restaurant. Uh, so, you know, I, I you do the kinds of things that you can do when you don't have a bachelor's degree, right? So right. I, I officiated games because I was an athlete. Um, I did some survey research where I called people up and tried to get them to answer survey questions, you know. Um, but there wasn't a whole lot that's impressive that was on my resume. I had to get somebody to take a chance that, hey, this guy is going to be able to produce for us and do something. And I would have killed to have something on my resume like what we offer through the Mickey Leland Energy Fellowship. Uh, It's an opportunity for students to come on to the U.S. Department of Energy's campus for 10 weeks or a national lab. There's there's a whole bunch of locations around the U.S. 
and to get to do a meaty research topic uh, that is real world, uh, that looks impressive on a resume, to research it from the ground up, to experiment, to try things, to fail, to try to fix the problems, to solve the problems, and then eventually to give a presentation before a large crowd of people on, on what they learned, what they did, what their successes were. Um, and so for me as a hiring manager, if I look at something like that, I think, wow, this person has, has done something you know really significant. And so you're giving those people a leg up uh, in the job market that I never had right. and that I would have loved to have had. And so that's one of the reasons why I, I serve as a mentor to try to give those opportunities to folks. And that mentorship piece is really critical, right? I mean, as part of the fellowship, all of the, the things that you talked about are huge because it's what makes um, this fellowship and other, you know, O-Rise opportunities different is fellows aren't just pushing paper, right? They're not just, they're not just filing. They're not doing clerical, you know, work, you know, behind a desk. They're in the lab doing research. And as you said, asking questions, finding answers, trying to solve the big problems. As a mentor, as someone who, you know, you pour yourself into these fellows, how important is that mentor experience? Well, I had mentors. And, um, and it's, you know, um, a mentor has to sort of walk a balance of, uh, how much slack do I give a person? How much mentorship do I give them? And, and I know I enjoyed not being micromanaged. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed being able to work when I was young in my career, but man, I also really appreciated having somebody in the next office over that I could (laughs) knock on the door and say, Hey, am I doing this right? Uh, is this is this the path forward? Uh, you know, somebody who I could just have a conversation with, and I could bring several of my solutions, and said, you know, am I on the right track? And so that's where mentorship really comes in, and 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 uh, you get a chance to really invest in in young students, bright minds, mm-hmm. uh, who will one day be future leaders, and so you do get a chance to help shape them and help mold them. It's an extremely important endeavor uh, to to give back. And of course, if, if, if you had a mentor, and most of us did, even if, even if it wasn't an official title of mentor, we right. had somebody that cared enough to take us under their wing uh, and to teach us the ropes. And so that's just a part of giving back to the next generation that I, that I think everybody should look for opportunities to mentor. And so you mentioned having mentors of your own. Um, was there anyone in particular and or all of them, you know, um, that who stood out to you that really, I guess, helped shape the trajectory of your research of your career. Well, I appreciate you asking me for that because that gives me the ability to honor Dr. Victor Durr, uh, who was um, here for about you know thirty years. Okay, uh, and and he was really the one who hired me, mentored me. And, and sometimes frustratingly threw me in the deep end of the pool to see if I could tread water (laughs) and then kind of uh, watched me as I uh, struggled. And, and, and he knew, you know, if I was sinking, he could, you know, grab me, but he would, he would let me tread water to see if I could swim. I really appreciated him. Uh, George Rudens is another one who was the deputy assistant secretary for clean coal for, you know, 30 odd years Uh, and like that um, who really in, in our office, uh, who knew how to? Who knew how government worked? Uh, 
and and they would help you when you needed help. But they would also, you know, let you fail a little bit. Sure. Because uh, uh, failure is a great teacher. And and uh, and that's part of mentorship, too, is not to just pull your student out of every mess they get themselves into. But, you know, that, that can be tremendously um, a cathartic later as they learned their way to think their way out of certain situations. Right. And failure is important because it ultimately leads to you, right? This was, this was the wrong answer, the wrong rabbit trail, whatever, right? But here's the right one, or here's a, here's a nearer one to the destination, right? Well said, yeah. Um, are there folks that you've mentored that particularly come to mind in terms of, you know, where, where they've gotten to you or what the, what the experience was like for you of mentoring them? Yeah, I mean, they've, uh, for me, so I've been doing this 13 years now, um, and and I've had 17 students. There were four years where I had two students. Um, my program specifically focuses on trying to uh, um, get uh, underrepresented groups and minorities interested in STEM fields. Um, so for me, the first place I go is HBCUs. I try to right. find a student from an HBCU. Um, and I, I don't, I, most of the time I find fantastic candidates. Sometimes, uh, if I, if I find someone from HBCU, uh, and then for some reason they can't complete the mentorship at the last minute, I'll have to find someone else from outside an HBCU. But I try to focus on the HBCUs. Okay. There's just tremendous talent there. There's tremendous desire there. Um, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to just have one person that I focus on. I don't want to name any names as, as sure. they like to say. But, but I've had very green folks that I've selected because there was just something about their resume that I thought, I really feel like this person would flourish if they got a chance. Mm-hmm. Maybe they didn't have the 4.0 GPA. Maybe, you know, they were lower. Um, and so I've given those folks a chance. And then I, I found one person uh, from Prairie View uh, who he was going back for his PhD. So he had his bachelor's, had his master's. And in between, he had worked like in a, on a on a on a oil rig oil platform in Singapore for two years. Wow! Okay. So now, obviously, the project that I gave him was very different than the project that you gave the person that didn't have the bachelor's degree. Sure. This is a person that had led crews and had people under him. So they really run the gamut. Um, and you know, if you're if you're comfortable with one kind of student, you can focus on that, or you can, you know you can go around and, and be very diverse as I've been, I've chosen to be very diverse. Um, but I, I, I like the, the interactions that I get. And I think, I feel like I get a lot out of it too, as a mentor. Um, talk about that. What are some of the things that you get from being a mentor? Yeah. So, um, one, uh, the kids are funny. <laughs> the, the young people, they're not afraid to ask really good questions. And so some of the questions as you, you know, as you teach, you, you, that's how you figure out whether you really know it. Right. So ask some questions that are like, yeah, yeah, what is the answer to that? And, and then you try to, you try to explain something to them and you don't explain it very well. And that sometimes exposes some holes in your own learning. Uh, There there are times where I've said, you know what, I just tried to explain that to you and I'm thinking, I don't know it as well as I need to. I'm going to go back and read up on that topic a little bit. So I think I get a lot out of it. You just get a warm feeling also just knowing that you're giving back, knowing that you're helping the next generation. 
Um, and a uh, number of those folks have gone on and gotten PhDs and, and been successful. And so you, you know, you, you didn't, wasn't all you, but you know, you feel like you contributed something, you played a part in, in someone's uh, elevation and, and right. uh, it's always a good feeling as well. I love that. And I love the notion of kind of always sharpening your own saw at the same time, because you're, you know, you're sort of having to keep up with, <laughs> you know, the questions that you might get, right? Um, Joe, has science always been an interest for you? Was, you know, was like from childhood, from high school, um, always an interest, something that you were curious about, or did you come to science late? Interesting. Um, I've had a very strange path. So my mom was a physical therapist and my dad owned a shoe repair business. Okay. Um, okay. So, and we were in the Washington DC area. My mom wanted to have a doctor in the family. She encouraged me to study science and, and become a, become a doctor. I got my bachelor's degree in biology. I started working at the National Cancer Institute um, as a staff biologist. And I okay. was a couple years. Uh, studying for my MCATs. But but at some point, I realized that that what I was really interested in was administration. I was really interested in how the world worked, how it functioned, uh, how money moved around, how projects were put together, uh, project management, program management, procurement. Um, and so I went back and got a master's um, and, uh, and started transitioning away from science, okay, to... Right the the management of money and the project management piece uh and then after working my way up at the national cancer institute for i guess i was there five six years and i was managing a million dollar budget a 10 million dollar budget a 30 million a 90 million and then uh president bush had two billion dollar um uh projects presidential initiatives that were happening at the department of energy and i applied for and got a job at the department of energy as a project manager and um, and moved over to DOE. So I've had a very interesting path. Absolutely. I myself am not an engineer, uh, but there's lots of engineers around. Right. And the fact that I had, you know, physics, I had organic chemistry, chemistry, PCHEM, those sorts of classes, uh, I can still talk that talk, but I also understand the financial side of it, which is extremely important to get anything done. So I'm kind of in an interesting position where where um, uh, I, I started out as a very very hardcore STEM person, right? And and yet, but I took a, a little bit of a detour, and now I kind of bridge both those two worlds between STEM and and the financial pieces that that make the world go around. Um, and let me let me add, um, if I if I describe to you what I did. And I do that to a lot of people. A lot of people go, ew, oh, that's a disgusting job that you do. And I absolutely love it. I get up every morning energized. I get up every morning wanting to, wanting to come to work. I love what I do. Um, because every time someone comes to me and says, we'd like to send money out to this place. We'd like to send money here. We'd like to do this. with." It's a puzzle. Right. You have to work out how do you stay within the regulations, within the laws, within the procurement vehicle regulations? How do you stay within the, the law um, and all of the guidelines that go along with it and be able to do what we want to do? And so there's just, I, I feel like I solve puzzles every day, but a lot of people say, wait, you sit behind a desk staring at spreadsheets with a suit on, that sounds terrible. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, I totally, totally love it. <laughs> 
the puzzle guy in me is taking the idea of of sitting behind it, you know, looking at how all the pieces fit together and, yeah. and making things work. So, um, but that, but that's what I have in common also with the engineers. Yeah, yeah. Are doing the hardcore STEM, they're trying to solve problems. I'm just solving some different problems. So, um, that's where I think careers in uh, engineering and STEM fields are, are just really bright decisions for a young person to want to go in that direction. Right. Well, and I think it's important for you. I mean, you obviously, you have the job, but to be able to speak that language, I mean, you understand, you understand why the puzzle needs to fit the way it needs to fit because you can speak the language of the engineers and the chemists and the, and the scientists. So it all makes perfect sense to me. I mean, I'm, I'm not a math guy. So, so the money part, I'm not going to lie, would be totally foreign to me, but, um, again, solving the problem and making the, making the pieces fit. Um, sounds awesome. So, um, so Joe, one more question for you. What brings you joy? What brings me joy? Well, there's lots of things that bring me joy. Uh, I'm a Christian. I get I get joy by by trying to love people. Yep. Uh, that brings me joy. My family brings me joy. I got a wife and three kids. Um, football season's coming up. I, I get a joy <laughs> when my linebacker son crushes some running back. Sweet. Uh, things give me a joy. Um, one thing that gives me joy is you know with we're, we're here to talk about the Mickey Leland program. Sure. And I, and and of course that's one of them. I, I feel honored that I get a chance to participate in the program. Um, and if this is, do, are there truly no more questions? Yeah, really. Yeah. Well, Unless, then, can yeah. I use, can I Make more? Plug, absolutely. Because <laughs> 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 well, I'd like to say something to people who are considering mentorship. Oh, for sure. Yes. I think that a lot of them probably think, okay, I'm not going to get paid for this. It's going to be additional work. And I've got to be organized. I've got to have a path. I have to have a project for these people to work on. Uh, they're going to come to me with questions every day. It's going to be a royal pain. And it not only does it not have to be like that, it isn't like that. Um, and the main thing you have to do is to stand up and put your hand up and be counted and say, I will do this. I will be a mentor. That's the most important thing to these kids. All right. These kids want an opportunity to do a project and there's a shortage of mentors. There's not a shortage of product mm. right. projects, and there's not a shortage of students. There's tons of students. There's limited no numbers of opportunities because there's limited number of mentors that will stand up and say, I'll do it. Okay. So it doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to have the perfect situation. You just have to say, I'm willing to mentor someone and to try to help them, to give them something meaningful on their resume and to help them to start connect certain dots that need to be connected for them to be successful. Um, it's, it's not magic. It really isn't. It's just, it's just some people standing up and saying, okay, I'm going to do this because it's, right. because it's right. It's the right thing to do. Uh, especially in my case, trying to uh, provide um, uh, increased diversity in the STEM fields. Um, it's right on a number of different um, levels. And, you know, it, I, you know, I'm not paid and yet I keep doing it. So <laughs> I, you know, I must like it. 
right? And I must enjoy it and I must feel like I'm getting something out of it. So if you want to be a part of something like that, I would just encourage you to find an O-Rise fellowship somewhere or mentorship uh, partnership somewhere, if not through O-Rise and somewhere uh, uh, to do it because you do, you do get a lot out of it and you, at the end of the day, feel like that you've done something that's good. And well, and so I said that was the last question, but <laughs> as a follow-up to what you just said, yeah. um, it also plays to the heartstrings, right? Of, I mean, Joe, someone took a chance on you, right? Yeah, that's right. Someone took a chance on your fellow scientists, the, the other scientists that work, you know, in the labs and the facilities around the country. So here's an opportunity for these people to take a chance on a student who wants to get in the business, quote unquote, so to speak. Yeah, well said. That's right. Um, what about to students who might be interested, whether it's Mickey Leland or any of the LRISE fellowships? What's your what's your pitch to them? Well, these days, my understanding is that they have these tools where they can um, apply to like 60 internships at <laughs> once. So they go in and they go, oh, I want to do these and these and these and these. And sometimes as mentors, when we contact them, they go, oh, thanks for calling. Now, which one is this? Right. And, and so, you know, and that's just a product of the digital age and, and sure. there's nothing that can be done about that. Um, but, you know, the and anyone who applies to one of these programs is making a really good decision for the exact reason that, that I explained earlier. They're, they're going to put something on their resume that's real and sophisticated uh on a level that they wouldn't normally have and 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 in the you know the job sector it goes through periods where it's a it's a you know it's like it's a buyer's market and it's a seller's market mm -hmm. uh, there's times when oh there's plenty of jobs available and then there's times where it's really tight and you know it's a competitive world you're going to have an advantage if you get one of these internships uh that that you wouldn't normally have uh, in my case, I do my project is on um, uh, finance, and so uh, my my student will come in and he will he or she will take a look at um, uh, what project finance is, how it's employed, what all the working pieces are. They'll know all the definitions. Uh, they set up their own mock LLC, so they will create their own limited liability company, and then they will build a power facility. Uh, and they will have to cost out all of the elements of the power facility from the steel to the, the, the coal or natural gas or oil or uh, since we're the office of we're the office of carbon management. Right. Uh, and that, you know, that that will have carbon capture and storage associated with it to make sure that we don't put CO2 into the atmosphere. Uh, and, and, and you'll have to pay for rail and you'll have to pay for, you know, what you're going to do with the CO2 and, and if you produce ammonia or something else, if it's a, um, if there's multi-products like fertilizer, sometimes you might do a, a facility that, that uh, has byproducts, then you can get revenue from the sale of the byproducts. And you put all that into a pro forma and you calculate an internal rate of return. And then if your internal rate of return is high, you've got a good chance of getting the project financed. And if it's low, then you've got some work to do. Right. You have loan guarantees and tax incentives and bond rates. And, you know, you're researching all of these things. Well, in an interview, if, if, if you're going into an area and somebody says, what do you know about, you know, financing a project? And you say nothing. Right. 
Right. Well, the next guy may say, well, I had an internship in the summer and I worked on all that <laughs> stuff. I did this and that and the other and such and such. And if that's what they're looking for, then you, you're not going to get the job. That other yep. person is going to get the job. So if yep. you're a student and you're applying for these, these internships and fellowships, you're giving yourself a tremendous advantage if you can get one. And if you can get one, take it. Um, and, you know, especially every year, try to focus on a different skill set. Then when you have your bio, when then when you have your bachelor's degree and you have multiple of these summer internships, boy, you you haven't guaranteed yourself of early success, but you've given yourself quite an advantage over um, you know somebody that can do that. Wow, very well said, and I think we'll leave it right there, Joe. Um, apply for those internships, get the experience, and hey, if you are in the position to be a mentor, be a mentor because we need you. Um, Joe Giovi, thank you so much for spending this time with me today. I really am glad we got the opportunity to talk, to learn a little bit more about you, learn a little bit more about the Mickey Leland Energy Fellowship, and um, hopefully we've, we've recruited some mentors through this conversation. Well, thank you, Michael. It was an honor. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Thank you for listening to the O-Rise Feature Cast. To learn more about the Oak Ridge Institute for Science and Education, visit orise.orau.gov or find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Orise Connect. If you like the Orise feature cast, give us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. The Oak Ridge Institute for Science and Education is managed by ORAU for the U.S. Department of Energy.